and I bring you fire. Yeah, hey guys, welcome back to another Tokyo Munchies podcast. I do believe this could be possibly episode number 50. I'm not 100% sure on that because we get a little bit lost in our timelines, just like the MCU, the Marvel Universe. We get lost in our timelines due to the fact that we publish the mini stop podcasts live here from Tokyo as they happen in conjunction with our full length podcasts we try to publish every Wednesday. And as you're probably well aware, we missed the last two weeks, but I've got a good uh, excuse and explanation for that. And I'm really sorry about the background noise there, my lion is going off. But um, yeah, for the last few weeks, it's been pretty hectic over here in Japan. I've been trying to edit this awesome interview I did, the first ever, sorry again, that's my lion going off. The very first ever interview here live in Tokyo with my great friend Mike Hanna from the Mutekis. He's a heavy metal singer with this awesome indie rock band here in Tokyo. Um, they just released their first ever full length movie, music video, movie. Um, they released it last week and I was trying to get the podcast out in time for that, but I just couldn't do it. And the excuses are as following. Um, the company I work for, I, I run Tokyo Munchies, but I'm also, I also work as a tennis coach here in Tokyo. Um, we had a few internal company issues and uh, a key figure left the company, so I was left scrambling to catch up and coach all of his tennis lessons. And in conjunction with that, and at the same time, if you don't know conjunction, conjunction means in related to or at the same time, I don't know, I'm not an English teacher anymore, I quit that stuff, but, so, old mates left our company, I've had to scramble around like a headless chook to try to cover his classes, at the same time, my beautiful and beloved grandmother passed away, and I had to run around again like a headless chook and scramble to get my passport sorted, and fly back to Australia quickly to say my farewells to her and to see my family so we're just a little bit under the pump recently and in relation to that I've also been running another company called japanramenbox.com we send Japanese ramen boxes so Japanese instant noodles Japanese instant ramen boxes around the world it's a subscription service so Go to japanramenbox.com and sign up to one of our plans. We have a small plan, which you get four ramen sent to your house every month. Or you can subscribe to the regular plan, which is seven ramen. You get seven instant Japanese ramen. They consist of like the instant bowl ramen, where so you just peel the lid off, pour the hot water in, wait three minutes, it's ready to eat. Or cup ramen, where you just same thing, peel the lid off, pour in your hot water, wait three minutes, it's ready to eat and package ramens, like in the packs, like your Maggi noodles, your two-minute noodles. You gotta boil those guys in a saucepan for two to three minutes, then serve them up in a bowl and munch them and go crazy. So, everything has been really hectic. Trying to get this interview, the very first Tokyo Munchies podcast interview done with Mike Hanna from the Mootikis. Trying to cover all the tennis lessons, get my passport sorted, 
flying back to Australia, saying goodbye to my grandmother, which I love so much, dealing with running Japan Ramen Box, and just dealing with life in general. So it's been pretty hectic, so I apologize in advance for missing the last two weeks of making a podcast for you beautiful people around the world that listen to me over here in Tokyo, Japan. Um, as you can hear, I think this is probably something which is reminiscent of YouTube crashing a month or so ago. Construction is going crazy out here. There's a guy over there with, I don't know, a bench, I don't know, a drill or some type of table saw. He's having a very good time at it. Um, the rest of the place is pretty quiet. Uh, there's line going off again. There's my messenger going off again. I apologize for those interruptions there in the background. But yeah, everything's going pretty peachy. We've been shipping off some more Umaibo around the world, all you good people. Shipping off some more Kit Kats from the Chocolatory here, located in Tokyo. And yeah, just generally going batshit crazy. And in, actually, in relation to batshit crazy, I did a few strange videos for my good friend Mig1 Talks Crap on Anchor. He has a podcast on Anchor as well. And he's also one of the founding fathers of the Critical Thinking Podcast. So jump over and listen to MIG1 Talks Crap on Anchor and jump over and listen to the Critical Thinking Podcast. Those guys are legends. MIG1 sent me this interesting YouTube video I've watched a lot of times before in the past. It's called Bat Dad. He does some strange Batman-inspired videos showing just half his face wearing a Batman mask, talking some weird crap with his family. So MIG1's like, hey man, you should do the Bat Dad videos too. I'm like, nah man. I don't want to do that stuff, that's like copyrighted, that's already been done. He's like, nah, you should do it. You can do like Bat Oz, like Bat Aussie Man or something. So I engaged him and I'm like, okay, I'll do some Bat Oz Man vids in Tokyo and did some and sent them over to him and he quite liked them and a lot of his friends and followers liked them. So I'll pick that ball up and I'll do that as well. And um, please don't judge me because I'm Bat Oz. Anyway. So, you probably would have heard from the podcast of change a little bit. We've taken our music off in relation to our sponsorship deals with Anchor. We actually do sponsorship now for a lot of other companies. We do advertising and commercials for a lot of other companies around the world. I have my own companies I push, like Pete's Potato Plantations and Big Rig Mig's Hot Wax and TokyoMunchies.TikTok.com and JapanRamenBox.com. But... Now we're doing ads for other companies. So don't judge me. I'm not a sellout. I'm just making these ads for these good companies. They're like, hey, we like your podcast. We want our ads on your podcast. And I'm like, hell yeah, I can help you out with that. So that's what's been going down, guys. We're going to wrap up this quick intro with a frisky transition and possibly a callback to one of our good old-fashioned commercials. Maybe Big Rig Mig's Hot Wax. And we'll be back with the Tokyo Munchies, what's happening in Japan Candyland, followed up by another frisky transition, followed up by walking in my garden with Kyle while sitting in the pool, and then the Tokyo Weather Japan News, and a shout out to our good friends around the world. So we'll see you after this quick break. Love ya. Hey, this is Althea with Wove Inspirations here in Houston, Texas. Wanted to give a shout out to my good friend Kyle of Tokyo Munchies. 
I, first of all, enjoy his shows and all of the information about Japan. Yeah, one day I'll make it there. We'll see. But I also wanted to let you guys know that you need to purchase the snacks, Tokyo Munchie Snacks. It is phenomenal. It is awesome. Go get it right now. Like, right now. Order it today. Right now. Good Christmas gift. Check it out. Tokyo Munchies. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. So guys, welcome back to another Tokyo Munchies podcast. This is episode number 36, and I am here with Mike Hanna from the Techies. This is our first ever interview with a fucking legend in Tokyo. Mike, how are you doing, man? Yeah, good, man. Cool, yeah. Mike, yourself? Yeah, not too bad, yeah, man. You're nice. not bad. Yeah, good. Going through the motions. Yeah. So, Mike, where are you from? Uh, I'm from <clears throat> I'm from Australia. Nice. Um, from Melbourne, and uh, but the accent doesn't give it away. because yeah. uh, I grew up in Germany. Yeah. Oh shit! You grew up in Germany. Yeah, I grew wow, up in man. Germany. And um, yeah, so my dad's an Aussie, my mum's a Kiwi, and uh, I guess that that's that's the story, man. Nice, man. Yeah. Well, I'm an Aussie too, as we've yeah. been talking about. Yeah, I'm yeah. from Queensland, so it's good to meet another Aussie. High five! Right, high five oh, right there, man. Roll, yeah. man. Cool. So, Mike, how long have you lived in Japan? Uh, twelve years, man. Twelve, 12 years. years. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been uh, interesting. Um, I, I never, <clears throat> I never imagined like coming here for 12 years, but I think, uh, a lot of people are in the same boat. They come here and they enjoy the city and, yeah. and they stay. Uh, yeah, so, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the same boat as you, man. Yeah. Like come here and it's not a trap, but it's awesome. It's just rad living in Tokyo. It's fantastic. Question, Matt. Why did you come to Japan? What was the reason? What was the driving force? What was like... I've got to go to Japan. Uh, I think, like, <clears throat> one one of the one of the reasons was uh, I don't know. It just seemed like a really exotic place, and and um, yeah, I, I saw myself kind of living in that kind of place, and Japan Japan was the the place to go. Yeah, cool. Yeah. cool. So. We're gonna, this is going to be an interesting podcast today, guys, because this is with Mike from the More Tickies. Mike is a legend. He has some awesome songs. So we're going to kick this off nice and slowly. So, Mike, I'm going to introduce you to some avocado doza chips. Okay, man. I love avocados. Right, man. Yeah. Me too, man. Avocado is a bomb. Yep. So we've been shipping a lot of these recently around the world. And, yeah, we're trying to open these. The easy open Japanese style. So, mate, you can help yourself. Put that in there, yeah. Alright, here we go. The picture on the back is showing a picture of a beer with the avocado dozer. So it means it's definitely good for um, a beer. Mmm. It's got a little bit of a cake now. Really? I, can, yeah. I haven't actually tried I haven't tried these. I shouldn't be no, saying that. Che- because... Cheesy avocado. Okay. Wow. You're dead on the money, man. Yeah. It's cheesy. It's cheesy avocado. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're gonna munch these. It's really che- cheesy really sells here, man. Oh yeah. So just throw a little bit of an avocado number on it, and yeah, and then you're gone. Yeah. It's like in Australia right now, the smashed avocado is like the in thing. Smashed oh, yeah? avocado on toast. You don't. Oh yeah, 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 I do. I do that myself, man. You yeah. do? Yeah. Okay. And I don't no, call it smash. No. I just call it 
avocado on toast. Yeah, yeah, because naturally you got to smash it. Otherwise, you're just getting your trying to get your mouth around this big <laughs> dome of avocado. That's yeah, so, true, man. Yeah. So, Mike, so we've got a few questions for you, dude. So, what got you started in the music scene? At home. Oh, um, in Japan. Actually, we'll do it at home. What got you started in the music scene at home in Australia? Uh, back back in Australia, I was like, I enjoyed singing by myself and like making making up lyrics and and songs to go with it. And and I guess uh, when I came to Japan, <clears throat> it felt like the beginning of an adventure. So I thought may, maybe take a leap into actually, you know, like performing live and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And um, yeah, started with a cover band, and then um, yeah, I felt like uh, I had some original sort of ideas to put out there. So yeah, I started a band, and cool. yeah. So was more techies your sorry moo techies? Yeah. Sorry guys, even I murdered the pronunciation for this. Moo techies, like a cow, like a cow. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Mike Mike's lived in Japan longer than me, so <laughs> if I murder the pronunciation of his band, he's gonna um correct me the whole way through this, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. So Moo Techies. Yeah. Was Moo Techies your first band here in Japan or uh, yeah, what was your after, first band? After the cover band. For, I first had a cover band, they're called uh Noburito. Noburito? That's a it's, nice name. Uh, Noburito. It, yeah, I used to I used to live in a place called Noburito. Yeah, I know um, Noburito, yeah, yeah. okay. And so we we um we kind of turned that into no burrito, no like the yeah. Mexican food burrito, and and people seem to dig that. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Actually, that was my first reaction to that. It was like, yeah, I've lived in Japan for a while, and I know Japanese pronunciation, and I know the station no burrito. Actually, at no burrito, I'm a skateboarder, and I saw this sneaky skateboard spot underneath the bridge, which is perfect for skating. Oh, yeah. So I remember no burrito, but I'm an Aussie like you. So instantly we like no no burrito mm. no burrito. And, um, quick shout out to Miguel Garza over there in um the Critical Thinking podcast and Miguel at your Mig One Talks Crap podcast. This is not racially offensive towards any Mexicans. We're just talking about no burritos here, mate. Yeah, I, lo- I love burritos, man. Mm-hmm. Like. Mexican food is number two after Thai food. Oh, Thai food, right? So yeah. Thai food is your number one. Number Mexican's one, Mexican's number two. Yep. What's your number three? Number three is German. German. Yeah, but there, there's a very small gap between Mexican and German, man. Okay. Just because of the the quality of the meat and and everything. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, my my number one. My number one is Australian. Okay. What but, is Australian food, man? Uh, barbecue, mate. Yeah. Just being lazy. Barbecue. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Yeah, fire up a hot plate, just chuck anything on there, just yeah. fry it, yeah, and that's it. But yeah, number, yeah, actually, seriously though, number one is Japanese for me, number two would be Thai, number three would be Mexican. Yeah. Because okay. Mexican food, like the burritos, tacos, Man, so good, so good. Oh, so good, hell yeah. 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 So, we talk about your, so, what do you think about the music scene in Japan? Uh, yeah, I think it's good. Um... Uh, uh, there are a lot of like really wicked uh, underground bands mm-hmm. um, that we've played with, and uh, they're they're making <clears throat> that pure like just raw rock and roll, okay. and um, yeah, it's it's really good quality, and 
And so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to play with those bands because they've obviously like heard that music. Um, you know, it's stuff like the Ramones, Sex Pistols, Guns N' Roses, that 70s, 80s, 90s era. And uh, they've kind of filtered it into like the way they want to get it out there and and they put like a Japanese touch on it. Um, nice. So, yeah, it's always always a good time listening to that. Cool, man. Cool. That's good. That's a very, very good insight into the Japanese music scene. So another question. This is a little bit tough question. Mm. Is it easy to find venues to play in in Japan, in Tokyo, or in Japan as a whole, or in Tokyo? Is it easy to find venues? Um, yeah, there there are millions of venues like all around Tokyo, but um, they they have a normal system where you have to bring a certain amount of people. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a pay-to-play system, and uh, which is, yeah, not cool. There, there are two sides to the story, but um, so tell us more about that because I'm I'm interested about that, and I think people will be interested about that too. So what's 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 that system, the pay-to-play system? Yeah, basically the the place they have they have to cover rent. Yeah, you know? okay. And so they want bands to come in. And they want the bands to bring you know people people, yeah, people exactly. with them. But um, I mean, bands like to get anywhere. They have to play like a. They have to play quite a few shows. Okay. And um, so they can't bring like a huge amount of people to every show. Okay. So um, yeah, to like, <clears throat> if they're having like a special release or something, they can yeah. bring a lot of people. Okay. And the the venue is happy, and you can break even just by bringing a lot of people. So you kind of helping the helping the venue out rather than kind of promoting your own music in a oh, way okay. you know? so it's sort of like um i'll scratch your back if you scratch my back type of yeah deal. but the bands are doing more of the scratching in that yeah. situation um so we we did that for a while and then it just got uh a little too expensive yeah. you know because sometimes the venues wanted you to play on like a, a weekday and um, when it's raining or cold outside, and yeah. so naturally people don't want to come to a show anyway on on those kinds exactly. of days. So it was, it was just kind of killing us money wise. So we we decided not to do that anymore, okay. and just wait for like the right invitation to play at it, like a show like with with our mates, or put on a show at like what the Dickens, you yeah. know, where where they actually pay the musicians and respect the musicians, okay, you know. Cool. So that that's kind of how it is. Great. I think. So actually, on that point, actually on that point, Mike. So the first time I met you, the first time I saw you guys playing was at Ebisu at What the Dickens, and that was the best, by far, most awesome concert I've ever seen in Tokyo. Thanks, and Carl. You were off, off chops, mate. You yeah. were off chops on stage, going crazy. You ripped your shirt off, threw into the crowd. Thanks, man. The crowd's up on the second story. They're like pouring alcohol and water onto you. Yeah. And you're like the, the total showman. You just mm. like continue the whole way through the set and just kept rocking it. That was fucking awesome. Thanks, so, man. Glad to hear it. On that point, what's your favorite venues in Tokyo to play? So we got What the Dickens. Uh, our our main go tos are What the Dickens, uh, Ruby Room. Ruby Room. Okay, check that out, guys. Um, later, Ruby Room. Go check that out on Facebook. Uh, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, we're playing. <clears throat> we're playing at Varit in Rapongi. Varit, okay, soon. cool. Um, Heaven's Door is Heaven good. Heaven's Door, yeah, 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 yeah cool. Heaven's Door, Sanjaya. Um, 
Yeah, I guess those are the venues that we play like most most often. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're going to cut to a little bit of a strange break here during this podcast, and I'm going to show Mike, my good friend Mike here, a couple of interesting things from the past. Maybe spike a little bit of a reaction from him. So, Mike, what's this? Uh, that's our that's our first EP. Your first EP, yeah. Yeah, man. Tell um, us about it, man. It was yeah, it was a it was a ride, man. It was exciting, like uh, getting our first EP out there and um, six songs. Uh, yeah, just just raw kind of rock and roll, like a little ballad in the middle, just to change things up a little bit. Um, the artwork was done by our friend in the Philippines, wow. um, a guy called Sig. He kind of interpreted the band in that way and. So like uh, with a with a lady on the front, I think she's yep. kind of naked. Yeah, she's kind of naked, <laughs> and she's uh, she's got some kung fu weapons and uh, some guns pointed at her, and and um, he did the Muteki's logo with uh, the two O's being bullet holes, yep. which kind of captured you know kind of uh, raw element that we wanted to you know. Like. So on on what like I've got the CD right here in front of Mike right now. I've got. Another thing that's surprising with after this, what does Motekis mean, and what is the inspiration behind the band name? Like why? Um, Motekis, sorry. M- yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. Well done, man. It's well like done. a cow. I think you're these Japanese. No. Yeah, just think about the cow, man. Think about the, the cow. cow. Yeah. So, guys, when when you're talking to Mike, if you're referencing his band online on any podcast, if you call it the Motekis, like an Aussie accent, Mike will probably come to your house and probably bitch slap you. So it's the Motekis. Think about a cow. Yeah. So tell us about the band origin name again. Uh, so Jude, the guitarist, and I were sitting down for a coffee in, um, actually, beer sounds better. Beer sounds we're better. Tequila yeah. shots. Tequila shots. And uh, two eyes. Yeah, man. man. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're in uh, Shimokitazawa, and we're talking about our favorite Japanese word. And uh, Jude mentioned that he'd heard this new word called muteki. And um, until then, we'd we'd had all like rubbish, like band names, mm-hmm. um, and so like we thought Ace we're a jump and like Arashi, <laughs> pretty much very exciting there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we we thought this was this was uh, using a Japanese word, and we're we're kind of people living in Japan, so yeah. we thought we'd um, uh, what's the what's the word. Bastardize the word. Oh, bastardize! Nice bastardize. Yeah, man, just came back to me, man. Then and um, yeah, so we took uh, the word muteki. Uh, mu means no, and teki means enemy. Oh, and uh, it's basically like a, no a samurai who's defeated all his enemies. Yeah, and so he's kind of like standing on the edge of a cliff, you know, with the wind in his face. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of like job done, kind of thing, and. Um, so yeah, we we don't have any enemies, and we didn't defeat any yeah. enemies that we don't have. So, but we we felt like the music kind of conveyed that that kind of image. I think so. so. Yeah. Um, my favorite song from the Mutekis is the whiskey. It just every time I hear that song, it just pumps. It's like the whiskey. It's just like bang. It's exactly like what you just said. Then, like we have no enemies and. We've succeeded, and we're doing our stuff, and we're going to go forward and hammer it. Man, this is awesome. So, this CD, we've got six songs on this track. 
Which one is your favourite song? Troublesome Blues, Those Blue Things, Could Be Wiser, In the Nude, In the Nude, In the Naked, In the Birthday Suit, <laughs> <laughs> Only Like You Cause, or Hey, What You Want. Which is your favourite song? Uh, I think probably Those Blue Things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Those Blue Things, why? Because uh, it's kind of, it's it's a bell shape. The, the song has a bell shape. It kind of starts with um, the straightforward kind of cursing. And then in the middle, it goes into kind of uh, a bit of a trance. Yeah. And then comes out, and then it's more cussing on the other side. And then it's cool. just over. Cool. So, yeah. So, guys, we're just going to break for a second here. We're going to put on one of the Murutekis songs for you to listen to. So... Enjoy the Muteki songs, and we'll be back after this short break. So, here we go. Mutekis with Mike Hanna, live in Tokyo 2018.
Alright guys, so that was the Murutikis with Mike Hanna rocking it out with your cocks and socks out. Doesn't matter if you're flubbing this because it makes it more authentic. But we're back here with Mike after listening to the Murutikis, the whiskey. My favourite song, I'm going to put that one in this track. So Mike, important question before we continue on. What are your musical influences? And what are your favourite bands? I think, yeah, favorite band, long time band was uh, uh, Guns N' Roses. Oh, really? Nice, yeah. man. Nice. Um, so, yeah, from an early age, I was influenced by my, my big brother. He, cool. he liked Guns N' Roses, and um, so I liked whatever my brother liked, pretty much. Mm -hmm. when, he, when he switched to, like, you know, Snoop Dogg and the, the rap scene, I got into that, too. Um, and then, uh, more recently, um, Portugal the Man. Portugal the Man, okay. Uh, I've been getting into, yeah, more, more, uh, kind of retro style music. I, yeah, of course, I love, you know, Jimi Hendrix and Zeppelin and, and all that stuff. And I like, I like the way Portugal Man just kind of recreates that, that, mm -hmm. uh, that era of 70s music and... Cool. Adds a lot of effects to it and everything, but still kind of keeps that. Cool, man. Nice influences, dude. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm just munch, munching on these avocado doughs of chips while I'm talking to Mike here. Mike, help yourself too, mate, if you want more. Quick break during this. I'm, I'm going to give Mike an Umaibo, and hopefully Mike will tell you what he thinks about the Umaibo. I don't have a much... Actually, I have two choices for the Umaibo. The Umaibo. You guys know the Umaibo. We talk about these all the time. So I have... Standard Amiibo Sugar Rush. Yeah. It's really sweet. So Sugar Rush Amiibo. And I have the premium edition Wasabi Steak. Wasabi Steak, man. Oh, my, oh shit. Sure. Mike's going the Wasabi Steak Amiibo. Yes, please. So, Mike, here you are, mate. You can have my Wasabi Steak Amiibo. Okay. You can have a munch on that and tell us what you think about that. So, guys, we do our podcast pretty much live all the time. Um, if you want to ask any questions for Mike, or you want to ask me any questions about Mike or about the Murutekis or about Japanese music scene, you can drop us a live question in the podcast on Anchor, or you can email us or Gmail us or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or Tumblr. And with that being said, please guys go over and check out the Murutekis Facebook page. Pretty sure they have Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest, all that stuff going on too. So follow them as well, guys, because it's just great content. And it's good fun. So, Mike, here we go. Mm. Here's a test question. What do you think about the premium Omaibo wasabi mm. steak? Yeah, I think I think it goes pretty well with the 9% too high. <laughs> yeah, high five, bro. Uh, yeah. It is, it's, yeah, it's good. It's good. It, it packs like a little bit of wasabi and... And that steak flavor into this uh, crunchy corn. snack thing, man. Corn puff stick. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Corn puff. That would describe it well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been experimenting with these uh, wasabi steak on my bowls. I actually break them up, put them on a piece of toast, cover it in cheese. Okay. Toast it in the microwave. Yeah. Or toast it in the toaster would be a better thing to say. Yeah. And then put more wasabi on top of it. And yeah. It rocks. It yeah, rocks. I think it, it could work in that way, man. Definitely. Yeah, I might even eat the whole thing, man. Oh, man, it's yours. Yeah. You can take it. If you don't eat it, Thanks, to... man. How, 
Yeah. If you don't eat it, I have to eat it, man. So <laughs> yeah. I don't have no problems with that. Yeah. Uh, not the most n- nutritious snack, but I think <laughs> snacks by definition aren't very nutritious. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. So, Mike, what's the future for Mutekis? What do you want to do with the band? Um, so we, we have a music video coming out on uh, November 24th. Uh, we're playing at What the Dickens, where the video was shot. And um, yeah, I think from there we're we're just trying to get our <clears throat> our album into like more people's ears, you know, whether it be in Japan or America, or Australia or like wherever. And uh, yeah, we just want to share our music with more people and and yeah, hopefully play a part in what they listen to in their their daily life, you know. So yeah. So do you? Do the Mutekis have plans like to travel abroad, like travel to Korea, South, oh, sorry, South Korea, sorry, North, we're not unified yet. Do you have plans, <laughs> you have plans to travel to South Korea, like Asia, Southeast Asia, Australia, the UK, America? Do you um, want to travel the world with the Mutekis and do a like Metallica style? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess we do, because I, I feel like their, their audience is like in every country that have their own you know like preference in cool. music and i think we we fit into the hard rock genre pretty nicely so nice. yeah side projects new projects what else do you have going on tell us about what else you're doing musically wise um so it's kind of on hiatus at the moment but um uh i sing for another band called the good things and um, so we play kind of 60s music inspired by those kinds of bands like the Beach Boys, Beatles, that kind of thing. And uh, it's basically just like happy drunk music. <laughs> Our favorite type. Um, yeah, so it's, I think that that's, well, once it gets back um, into, into the swing of things. And um, yeah, I think. Yeah, that'll that'll keep me occupied too. Cool. Yeah. So guys, as Mike just said, like the good things is another one of these side projects. Go out and check out the good things. I've listened to a few of their tracks online. They're actually really good. It's exactly what Mike just said. It's it's Beach Boys esque. It's sixties rock. It's it's actually really fun. It's it's nice, really fun, easy going, fun, friendly music. Yeah. And just just before you search, um, the good things has three O's. Yeah. Okay, guys. So we'll, we'll make sure we you guys heard that the good things has three O's. So it's the good things. So good G O three O's D things. The good things. Same with Tokyo Munchies. If you want to send me an email at Tokyo Munchies, don't make the mistake of typing it out as T O K Y O M U N C I E. Plug the spelling there. It's not an S, it was with Z. Pokemon Z's, if you want to Gmail me. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. It's all Tokyo Munchies, it's all normal, but I keep it with the Z because it's like Zelda, it's like Zoro, like Z is just cool. It's how we roll. Mike, we'll go a little bit, actually, we're going to stop right now with this interrogation of Mike. I'm not sure if he likes it. I've got a gun over here. He's not liking the gun. He's not liking the sword either. I'm forcing him to eat Japanese candy. So I'm going to give Mike a little bit of a shock and see how he reacts to this. So are you ready, man? Here you go. Boom shakalaka. No, you have that? Yes. Wow, dude. 
Wow. Wow, thank you for keeping that. That's what, awesome, man. What is this, man? Uh, it's uh, the Japan zine from 2010 when we we won the Gaijin Sounds. Yeah, what can you call it? Uh, Gaijin, Gaijin Sounds, Sounds competition. Competitions? Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, the, <laughs> the um, cover picture on the Japan zine is quite interesting. There's Jude Collin on there. Yeah. And there's rest of your band members on there. And yeah. there, there's you wearing a quite a questionable t-shirt on there. Yes, yes. Um, the question I really want to ask you, Mike, is did the photographer ask you to cover up that t-shirt with your hand holding the microphone? No, not at all, man. Not at all. You did... just, yeah, we were just walking oh. around the streets of Shimokitazawa. Yeah? And, um, yeah, we, we found a, like somebody's private driveway okay and it looked like the right spot and um yeah so the the t-shirt that i bought has fat fuck (laughs) written on the front um and a lot of people enjoy that t-shirt that's why why i wear it so much yeah and um yeah so that i never meant to cover that up but it got covered up in the wow yeah Okay, okay, so my, my initial reaction was when I got this Japan zine, this is like way back, this is June 06. I know, June is this is a month, month, yeah. Man. So, so 2010. Yeah. 2010. Yeah, so when I got this magazine in like 2010 and I saw the more, the Mutekis on the front cover, I'm like, yeah, I saw the Mutekis live, I love them, and then wow, I found the Japan zine with them on the front cover, with them doing an article, which is so cool. And on the front cover, there's Mike dropping the mic, and he's covering up this T-shirt just a little bit. And I was thinking maybe they asked him to cover it up, but he just answered my question like, "No, no, no." We just sent nah. that photo into the magazine, and yeah, but the photographer didn't say that. Okay, cool, man, cool. Yeah. So while we're here, I'm going to do this live on the podcast. Mike, could you sign this magazine for me, please? Yeah, sure, man. Cool, man. Yep. It's a black marker on a black cover, but it should still be readable. There we go. Scribble going on there. Yeah, right. sweet as. Nice, man. So, guys, we'll take a photo of this later and put it up on our Instagram account. We've got the Japan zine. Is this your first magazine cover? A first and only, man. Wow, yeah. dude. Look <laughs> yeah. at the first and only Muteki's magazine cover, Japan zine. Signed by Mike Hanna from the Mutekis. And that's fucking awesome. I know we're not meant to swear much in this podcast because we have the um, explicit rating turned off, but I'll, I don't care. Hello, dears. My, my, my husband used to always ask me, how is your taint so fresh and so sparkly and clean? Well, the secret is I use Big Rig Meek Hot Wax daily. A daily application of it upon my taint makes it fresh as a daisy and it tastes lovely. All the boys down the road always compliment me on the freshness and the cleanliness of my taint. I'm, I'm a British grandmother. I'm 94 years old and I'm not really sure what you Americans mean by taint, but I'm assuming it's the place between my a-hole and my prison wallet, as you so subtly put it. But yes, I'm a firm believer in the big rig, big hot wax, and I will use it every day.
regardless of how clean my taint is, it's never clean enough without a good thorough scrubbing and a solid application of Big Rig Mick Hot Ones. Thank you, Big Rig Mick. I don't know who you are, I'm assuming you're a nice Mexican gentleman, and kisses from Granny in London. I love you. I'll see you next time when I reorder. Thank you, dears, and enjoy a cup of tea and a special plate of spotted dick. Have a great afternoon. So we're going to wrap this up. We will just keep going for a little bit longer. So, Mike, this is a bit of generic questions. Mm. Favorite Japanese places. What's your favorite places in Japan? Favorite Japanese place. <clears throat> for, um, for Probably be Nikko. Nikko? Okay. Nikko. I like Nikko because um, the first time I went there, I just went for the no see, no hear, no speak nice. monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then I thought that that's all there was to Nikko. And then my sister came from, from Australia for a visit. And um, she, yeah, she did a little research and she found that there was a lot of backcountry, like waterfalls and lakes and stuff. And we went for, went for a little hike there. Nice. And um, yeah, it was awesome. Nice, man. Nice. Cool. So, what are your favorite things to do in Japan? Things to do? Probably a drink. Drink? <laughs> on the streets. On the streets? Um, but th those days have kind of... We're going to do a cheers here quickly because we're both Aussies. Cheers. Kampai. Yeah, drinking the, on the streets. Those, those days, they're kind of kind of a little bit over in a okay. way. Man, because now I just drink drink at home with my wife because um, she likes a beer after work. So, yeah. yeah so I, I try to moderate as much as possible. But when, I, when I drink, it's... It's a messy state of affairs, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but so, as we mentioned earlier, I'm an Aussie, Mike is an Aussie, and when we drink, it is a messy state of affairs. We often, like, put on an Australian flag, run around the place, carrying on, like, pork chops. Uh, that's what Aussies do. So, a little bit of um, off-topic, we've been talking about your music. Talk about um, candy or snacks. Do you have any Japanese candy or snacks that you like, that you'd recommend? If you don't, that's cool. If you do, that's cool. Mm. I like the macadamia nut, like macadamia, uh, chocolate-coated macadamia nuts from the convenience store, man. Ah, oh, snap. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know those it, ones that are it, like 200, 300 yen. Yeah, is it the convenience one? Is yeah, it like yeah. the like the 7-Eleven or Family Mart? And yeah, they're like, yeah, they're... It's like a chocolate swirl. It's like a puddle of chocolate with a nut stuck in the middle. Yes, exactly. Boom, man. shakalaka. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that so one yeah I love macadamia nuts, and oh. I love a bit of chocolate with that, man, so... That's wow. probably up there. Yeah, I've got to put that on my shop. Okay, yeah, I'll look at when that. When I can afford it. All right, so that's pretty much going to wrap up this podcast here for Tokyo Munchies, episode number 36, here with my awesome mate, Mike Hanna from the Moo Techies. Mike, big high five. All right, man. My pleasure. Love, bro. Thank you, Kyle. Mike, can I just ask you to just give me the sign-off for Tokyo Munchies? It's written right here. You got the munchies? We got the munchies. Tokyo Munchies dot ticktail T I C T A I L dot com. So fucking go to that place. Awesome. Thank you, dude. And thank you guys. That's gonna be episode number thirty-six wrapped up. 
We'll be launching this maybe this week or next week, depending on the autumn podcast. But stay tuned to Tokyo Munchies. And as always, this is Tokyo Munchies signing off. If you got the munchies, and we've got the munchies. Tokyo Munchies.tiktail.com. <laughs>